Okay, we're good? We're good. Okay. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Episode five. I'm Katie. And I'm Kirby. Welcome back to Killer Babes. This is, I do feel like I need to clarify because someone did ask us the other day. They didn't realize that we only did New England stuff. So I do feel like we need to clarify. This is the podcast where we talk about true crime and weird stuff in New England specifically. Because we like to travel. So we try to go to as many places that we can in our podcast that we cover. Yeah. I mean, we're from here. It's the most interesting to us. And it's probably the most interesting out there shade at the West Coast. What? <laughs> we're going to make like the next like rap. Yeah. <laughs> East Coast versus West Coast. So we do have a third guest with us today that would like to introduce. Everybody welcome. You have to say <laughs> name. Scotty P. Oh, hi guys. This is Scott. Uh, <laughs> I'm the guest this week. It's a great honor to be here. Wow. Uh, here at uh, Killer Babes World, <laughs> World Headquarters. Uh, yes. Some say it's a real dump, but uh, I live well, here every day. Well, that would be an so. insult to you since <laughs> it is your house. Don't mask. <laughs> so Thank it's good you. to be here. I'm uh, I'm glad to get, I'm, uh, I'm excited to get started. <laughs> oh my God. We do have to clarify because we do. <laughs> this is the second time we have fucked up and lost the whole episode. So... I think it was because this is like a spooky episode. It's about ghosts. A ghost ruined it. And I really think, I honestly think, because we came out and we said some some stuff about ghosts. And I really think you it was think because that, of that. You know what? You're right. I knew they were going to get us at some point. Yeah. I don't we know. were talking mad shit. <laughs> but this, so the week after this, we, spoiler alert, also have a guest. And on the episode, we said that was our first guest. But we lied to you straight up. Yep. Because when we recorded it first, Scott was not in this, and so the redo, Scott is in it. So we weren't lying when we recorded. The, the <laughs> I was told I'm supposed to keep it fresh, so I'll try my best. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And not that anyone needed to know all that information, but don't be surprised when next week we say it's our first guest, and it's not. Surprise. Sorry. All right. So what do we have to fill our audience in on this week? We escaped the escape room. True. Almost in record time, but almost in record time. Not. So we almost. went to an escape room somewhere in Rhode Island. <sighs> Group of friends. Yep. We had eight out of the ten people. A what? Well, there's only ten. We only have ten friends. Oh yeah, you could have. And we only have ten friends. Well, yeah. we have eight friends, and all eight of them came. Yep. And um, good turnout. Yeah. What did you think of the escape room? I personally would never go back. Well, <laughs> I would give it one more shot, I think, but I did not enjoy it. I did not have fun. Okay. Purely because, and I said this on the last time we recorded it, but I'm going to re-say it, is I really thought that there were going to be like daggers and spears coming out and it was going to be like, what? You thought yeah. they were going to try to kill you? No, but I just thought it was going to be more exciting. Like, I really thought we were going to have to step on stones, stones would light up. And when the, like you stepped on them in the have right pattern. Have you ever pattern, been to a escape room before? No, okay, and that's that, that makes sense. My expectations yeah. okay. were so high. I okay. was thinking like Indiana Jones mixed with like they would literally throw us out into the woods and it would be like naked and afraid, but like kind of like I was expecting <laughs> like the biggest room ever with the coolest okay. things. And because we went with so many people, Eight. half of the yeah, <laughs> because we went with all of our friends, you know, no, um, because there were eight people there. Things got solved, and, like, I turned my back, and then things were already solved. Like, I turned my back, and things had happened, and I was like, what did I just miss? So I feel yeah. like I missed out on a lot, and I would definitely do it again, but I would do it by myself. By yourself? I would book the entire room for myself. 
That's no, ridiculous. It's more suited for like four people. I'd yeah, say. It'd be a I good agree. Number. Four. I agree with four people because I agree yeah. with you that I kind of felt helpless like most of the time. Yeah. Because there's like four major like stations or whatever where you're like trying to solve a clue or a problem or something. And like, if you're not right there solving it, you're just kind of like standing behind that person's back, like, "Oh, what are you doing? Like, yeah. oh, can I help? Like, no, oh, there's a button. Oh, it just right. Up. So you just like stand there and like you start looking around. Like everyone starts to solve a clue, and you have no idea how they did it. So you're yeah. just like, cool. Yeah. And the whole point was to like get a get a skull or whatever. But then yeah. when you turned around, there was three skulls already in the box. Yeah, and it was like what? Yeah. What? How did we how did we get those skulls? You know, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Like I couldn't even give you guys like a cheat code because I actually don't know how we solved it. I just stood yeah. in the middle of the room and everyone else solved. So it. I could probably do the same one again because I didn't know how we even got out. Yeah, I remember a couple things, but like also the end game wasn't actually escaping the room. It was mm. like so, yeah, like, we should saving probably the tell planet. them a little bit of the backstory. Like it was like. Well, we can't say an, too much because if people go, well, to we can't. Escape we room, won't give spoilers, but we okay. can say like it, the whole objective was to like trying to defeat an evil villain, yeah. not escape the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. That, like, that was weird to me. It was like it wasn't even like the end game was like a the key to a door. Right. It was like blowing up an asteroid to like save the planet. <laughs> Pretty yeah. dumb. Which we say <laughs> boring. I'm not five years old. Like I just right. want. It was like, more suited towards younger people. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Well, he started off good. So we had like the chat, you know, don't do this, don't do that, do this. And he kept saying repeatedly, do not go into the ceiling. Do not try. None of the clues are in the oh, yeah. ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, don't stick a fork in the electrical. Yeah. <laughs> I was hyped after that speech he gave. I was like, all right, like this is going to be dangerous. This is going to be uh, exhilarating. I was ready to go into the ceiling because I thought that was a huge hint. He's like, don't go into the ceiling. Kirby's like, all right, so you mean I got to <laughs> go into the ceiling? <laughs> I rolled up my sleeves. I was ready. He's like, no. No, no, I mean, please do not. Go into yeah, the whole scene. time we were just yelling at Kirby, get off the scene! <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the escape room was not my cup of tea. I would definitely try it again. But I, like I said, I kind of want to find one that's like a little bit scary. Like I kind of yeah. want to be like a, a mystery, like a murder mystery. Like I don't want to be scared. Like I don't want to be a haunted house, but I want it to be, yeah, maybe dark or something and you have to mm -hmm. solve clues i'm yeah. with you we need to do a little bit more research on the next one before yeah. we uh, commit we to need to find another yeah. group on yeah another group another group on <laughs> another day another dollar saved with group on we were all sponsored non-spawn non-spawn that's what they say non-spawn 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 um but it was very fun and i would use that app because i use it for a lot of things mm. non-spawn <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were celebrating our friend kevin who was leaving Shout out Kev! So if he's listening... We already missed you. Yeah. And then we were also celebrating our friend's birthday. Kayla, happy birthday. Love happy you, Happy birthday, Kayla. And I think this is this part where we mentioned to all of our friends out there listening that if you know us, just by knowing us by affiliation, uh, your first name's like automatically in our podcast now. Oh, yeah. Like, um, like we just want to apologize in advance if you guys get really famous secondhand. Yeah. Don't from expect us. any payment or anything. Like, oh, no, 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 no payment. But like, but like, if you start to get recognized in public, like, you're welcome. Yeah. Because yeah. we're already you... getting stopped on the streets. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> not. Yeah, <laughs> not. <laughs> well, um, in addition... We've got some week. other updates. We got, um, I might be in, uh, having a new installation on this podcast that I would love to call Update Corner. Um, Ooh, a segment. Like it's it. a segment, a new segment. We've never aired a segment before, but it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, it's just updates on mm. things that we've talked about before. And there can't be a lot because we've had like four podcasts. So 
Um, this one is on our first podcast, which was about Aaron Hernandez. A couple updates on that, actually, just in the span of a few weeks. The first one, I don't know much about at all, except that in, it involves Robert Kraft and um, uh, Scott. Take it away. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not sure about the Robert Kraft situation, he basically got yeah. accused of soliciting prostitution in Jupiter, Florida yeah. at some day spa, which I forget the name of currently. It's but. probably like happy ending. <laughs> happy, happy nails. Happy, happy Something massage. Like but right? the big deal about it is that that spa has been linked to uh, possible human trafficking. Uh, oh, I didn't even know that. Which, which makes it a little bit more serious than it would actually be <laughs> if some old guy was just going to, uh, you know, <laughs> do what they do at a, at a day spa. At a happy yeah, massage yeah. place. But uh, I guess the latest updates on it is that Robert Kraft is not going to plead guilty or anything like that to the charges. He hired some uh, pretty powerful uh, lawyers to uh, fight the charges. Okay, that's not surprising, right? <laughs> yeah, well... Sometimes they didn't he like, pay like five dollars? <laughs> no, like no, it was, it was supposedly like sixty dollars an hour, which oh, I yeah. mean is it's quite affordable. It's like a, a discount rate for a for a man of his stature. But yeah, like <laughs> I mean, uh, but yeah, sometimes they would plead guilty to these things to maybe get like a lesser charge from the NFL. You never know. Maybe what charge from the NFL could they get? Maybe uh, I don't know what they would do to an owner. A suspension for yeah, a few games wouldn't even, be really yeah. wouldn't be relevant. Maybe a fine. Maybe some. Losses in draft picks or something like that, which uh, really which that's so some, silly though. Some people in New York that are is so for weird because it's like a crossover between like I would, a personal I hate, crime I and like a team thing. You wouldn't hate it because you don't like the the Patriots, but right. yeah, I, right. yeah, <laughs> it's a personal crime mixing with it is so not weird. even related. Football, to football is so weird, right? So, so yeah, those are the latest updates on that. Um, okay, and then we have another one on Aaron Hernandez himself. Um, so very recently, um, the Massachusetts court reinstated the late former Patriot Aaron Hernandez's murder conviction. So this is a quote from the Herald News, uh, newspaper for everyone. So the Supreme Judicial Court unanimously found that the legal rule that erased Hernandez's conviction is, quote, outdated and no longer consonant with the circumstances of contemporary life. It ordered that Hernandez's conviction be restored and that the practice be abolished for future cases. The ruling does not affect past cases. So I, th I think we said in the episode, um, I think we mentioned that we were kind of speculating a few reasons why he might have committed suicide like he did. And one thing we mentioned was that he might have heard that it was a thing in Massachusetts that if you died before your appeals had taken place then your guilty conviction would be thrown out. So we thought that maybe he had heard that and he thought like, oh, like then my family could get my Patriots money or like whatever. So whatever. But it is a very new thing that the uh, court just instated in Massachusetts that that's no longer a rule that if you do die before your appeals go through if and you were convicted guilty before you died, that that is now upheld. Mm -hmm. So because of that, he is now in the eyes of Massachusetts guilty because that was his last conviction before his appeals went through, which we were just saying, like, personally, I don't really, I didn't really understand why it was a thing before that it would be thrown out. Cause like, if you were last found guilty and then you died, however, whatever, 
it before your appeals were put through. Like, I understand you have the right to appeals, but like, if the court of Massachusetts had yeah. most previously found you guilty, like, if a, if a judge made a ruling, it you think it would default to the previous ruling right. if the, if the appeals weren't completed, right? Because you don't know how the appeals would have turned out either way, so you think it would default back on that, but. I mean, the the article said it was, like, a very outdated thing in the state. So, I guess they, they realized that that was ridiculous, I guess. Yeah. so. I'm not quite sure what the state of that contract is. Is uh, Cheyenne Jenkins still getting you know uh, money from that contract or not? Or is that contract just fully voided? Ooh, uh, good point. I'm not sure what happens to his money. I have no idea. Well, I know the NFL has, like, conduct clauses built in so most of the contract was void like when he first got accused of murder well found convicted of murder oh okay so i don't know i'm not quite sure not sure this is just way too uh recent and updated information we'll update you with more we're in the business of breaking news on yeah it's breaking news i can't follow it up with every little detail you guys are lucky you're getting this we do have not-so-breaking news as well, though, for our second episode from the Freetown Forest. Yeah, yeah. We didn't realize this. Someone sent this to us after. Um, so this is actually not new news, but it's new news to us. So you're welcome. New news. The Freetown Police Department actually ordered the placement of crossing warning signs to call attention to motorists to slow down, reduce their speed, etc. under the guidelines of Section 2C37P of the Manual on Uniform Traffic Control Devices. What's really cool about these signs that literally says puck wedgie zing. Zing. Zing? Zing. Which means crossing. Where are these signs being put up? (laughs) You didn't know that? Oh my god, you thought they were saying zing? Yeah, I just thought it was like zing, like stop. Oh my god, we every sign that says like moose crossing or like children, it's all xing. (laughs) Railroad zing. (laughs) (laughs) Zinger. You better believe that's being kept in there. I can't no. believe you thought that. <laughs> Puck wedgie zing. Yeah. Crossing. Uh, anyway, wow. Did anyway, we put them on the Instagram? We did. did. So you should check out the story because it's a very <laughs> cute sign of a very yeah. supposedly ugly creature. He has like a bow and arrow and stuff. It's great. Yeah, Huge it is, nose. It's, like. it's a pretty detailed drawing. Yeah, it would make me stop at the zing. I like, oh my God. <laughs> you going to post that on the gram? Or yes. We did. We Boy, did. check it out. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Doesn't even follow on Instagram. I know. For wow. Real. Fake fan, fake fan. And a plug for our Instagram, Killer Base Podcast. If you don't follow, that's where you can find it. Yes. Follow now. So this brings us to episode five. We did go to this place that we're about to tell mm-hmm. you about, which we are really excited to share our experiences. Yes. But we want to give you a little backstory. So we're going to yes. start off with a little bit of background, a little bit of history. Get it. The Hawthorne Hotel is located in historic Salem, Massachusetts. Salem is a coastal city located in the North Shore region. Salem is probably most known for the Salem Witch Trials, which happened in 1692, because I think everyone out there has at least heard of the Salem Witch Trials. And if you haven't, what are you doing listening to this podcast? True. There are countless stories of hauntings throughout the city, usually attributed to the violent history of the area. Much of the city's cultural identity reflects its role as the location of the infamous Salem Witch Trials. Police cars are adorned with witch logos. A public elementary school is known as the Witchcraft Heights, and the Salem High School athletic teams are named the Witches. Which, uh, like, pretty jealous, honestly. 
Which, right. yeah. Yeah. Can it you imagine really being cool. the mascot and just like dressing up as a witch? Like, that can you imagine police cars <laughs> pulling you over with just, if yeah, you they're trying to the act area. serious. What is he wearing? Like, like a witch hat? Like, yeah. A witch oh nose. Gallo Hills was originally believed to be the site of numerous public hangings, and currently it's being used as a playing field for various sports. So I think they've done a really good job of just taking their history, which was a little bit dark. Taking the violent. bloody violent history and turning it into something much nicer for kids. And it's a really touristy <laughs> area. Yeah, they definitely turned that around for like their own. I feel like all of Massachusetts benefit. does that, really. Yeah, that. that's complete. All of America, actually, if we're yeah. talking the truth. <laughs> Expanded out even further, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's just the truth. Salem was incorporated as a city on March 23rd, 1836, and adopted a city seal in 1839 with the motto, Divitius Indiae Esque ad Ultum Sinum. Girl, get that Latin! Thank you. Two years. That's two years worth of it. It shows. (laughs) (laughs) Can you you tell us what that means? (laughs) Yes, Yes, you can. can. (laughs) It's Latin, or roughly translated, to the rich East Indies until the last lap. Hmm. Means nothing to me. Yeah, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Doesn't matter. In 2012, the Retailers Association of Massachusetts chose Salem for their inaugural Best Shopping District Award, which we can vouch it is a great shopping area. I bought a ring or two from there, and they are cute. Yeah, and I like to, it is a very local shopping, support small business, Mm. um, homeowners kind of thing yep i've seen cool paintings there almost bought a painting once but you wouldn't let me oh <laughs> I, think, I think they were like all horror movie themed but oh i remember like, those those are sick you don't like those for downstairs that'd be good uh, man i'm cake. sorry good that man i cake. didn't like, want oh, like the american psycho one where he was like smiling and, you oh, wanted like the joker sick. or something no i don't want the joker well, it's going to be scary if I walk down it was, with all like the lights Jason off. Or like Freddy yeah, and I see no, Jason. No, 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 no. It's it Michael, like Michael Myers. A life-size yeah. picture of Michael Myers. I do not want that downstairs. Shout out Michael Myers. He's <laughs> you, a great guy. You can't do that. You can't shout out people in the podcast like that. <laughs> what? I can't do it on my first free time. No. <laughs> you won't be asked back. Oh, jeez. <laughs> So on January 10th, 2013, President Obama signed an executive order, H.R. 1339, designating Salem as the birthplace of the U.S. National Guard. Nice. The history of the famous Hawthorne Hotel dates back to July of 1923. People of the area wanted a modern hotel. Thousands of Salem residents, businessmen alike, they all bought stock in the hotel and they owned the hotel until about after World War II when local businessmen acquired controlling interest. The Hawthorne Hotel opened for business on July 23, 1925, and thousands of people turned up for a parade. The hotel was named after Salem's most famous son, the author of The House of Seven Gables and The Scarlet Letter, Nathaniel Hawthorne. Hawthorne was also the overseer of Salem's port from 1846 until 1849. He worked in the U.S. Customs House across the street from the port near Pickering Wharf, his setting for the beginning of The Scarlet Letter. Nathaniel Hawthorne's great-great grandfather was John Hawthorne, otherwise known as the witch hanging judge. Under his jurisdiction, 20 people were accused of witchcraft and hung to death. I think we, so John Hawthorne, his great, great grandfather didn't have a W in his last name, but then Nathaniel Hawthorne like added the W just to distinguish himself. A, be cool. And then like to like, yeah, distance himself from his like murderous relative. Wait, so this Hawthorne guy, was he the guy that actually 
accuse people of like being bewitched or whatever. John yeah. Warthorn was just a judge, so he was just like guilty. Yeah, he was the one that found oh. like he found twenty people guilty of witchcraft and oh, gotcha. hung them all to death. Something, something. Hanging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This historic hotel has ninety three rooms and six suites. Over time, the hotel has accommodated many famous names like the actress Betty Davis, President George Bush, and the First Lady Barbara Bush. Actress Vanessa Redgrave stayed for a whole month when she filmed the television show Three Sovereigns for Sarah. I don't know who that is. Sarah with an H? Sarah with an H. Never heard of it. Nope. The television show Bewitched Cast and Crew. Oh, I know that one. They Mm -hmm. also stayed at the hotel while filming episodes. The first wedding reception was in October 1925, and the newlyweds were William Russell Burns and Lucretia Johnson Perkins. And today, there's a tradition where 100 couples hold their wedding reception in the hotel. Will you guys get married there? Definitely I doubt, not. I doubt it. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that wasn't like a yes-no kind of. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really yeah, awkward. Yeah, that been Moving on. <laughs> but underneath the glamour of TV shows and wedding receptions, the hotel had a history of a much darker presence. The hotel is said to be the setting of the host of paranormal activity, like furniture moving on its own, items of guests being moved or stolen, strange noises, and even human apparitions. One of the most famous apparitions has been reported by multiple guests of a young woman, presumably Bridget Bishop. Yes. So, now we talk about Bridget Bishop. So, Bridget Bishop was the owner of an apple orchard where the Hawthorne Hotel now sits in Salem. She was also said to have um, to own a tavern in her home where shuffleboard was played and miners were served. Have you guys ever played <laughs> shuffleboard? Yeah. You no have? Of course you have. You're such an old lady. I didn't know shuffleboard existed in like 16. I know. That kind of seems that. fake, huh? <laughs> yeah. I don't what know. if they could? Oh, check your source on that. <laughs> it's like they just got off the boat from England. <laughs> It's like, oh, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what the origin of shuffleboard is. But. <laughs> True. You don't know. They roll right. out like bingo. <laughs> yeah. No, they pull out like, like black ops. They're like. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Xbox was a few, few years from being. Oh, developed. shit. All right. Well, supposedly she played shuffleboard and she served minors. Um, she deliberately dressed differently in a trademark red tunic and was very outspoken. She was known for wearing a scarlet bodice. 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 Shit. What is that? It's, you know, the things that, you know, tighten suck in the your front. fat? Yes. <laughs> nice. They were Spanx. Spanx. She wore yeah, She Spanx. wore the Spanx. They, they also, did. like, disfigure your spine and, and ribs, but yes. All women are but get it, girl. these days. They've always been. Even <laughs> back in 1690. Wow. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Well, she was considered a bit less Puritan than acceptable to some in the community. So because of this, some historians classify her as someone who was an easy target because her behavior was not in line with a community that valued harmony and obedience to authority. Others believe that she may have violated community norms by having associated with the wrong people, keeping unseasonable hours, Hosting drinking and gambling parties or behaving immorally. Honestly, she sounds like a great time to me. She sounds like a party, and right. I want to hang out with her. The Puritans were just opposed to having a good time back then. So Honestly, it sounds like there were a couple they of just wet blankets. Down upon she, they were jealous. Let's be honest. She was known for publicly fighting with her husbands. She was in her third marriage when accused in 1692. 
Historians also speculate that a reason Bridget Bishop was accused in the Salem witchcraft craze was that her second husband's children wanted property that she had possession of as an inheritance from Oliver, which was one of her husbands. Bridget Bishop had been accused of witchcraft after her second husband's death, though she was acquitted of those charges. Community members accused her of appearing as a specter and abusing them. She angrily denied the accusations, at one point saying, quote, I am innocent to a witch. I know not what a witch is. A magistrate then responded saying, quote, how can you know you are no witch, yet not know what a witch is? End quote. Which, like, good point. good point, yeah, solid. A more serious charge against Bishop came when two men she'd hired to work on her cellar testified that they had found poppets in the walls. So if you guys don't know what poppets are, they were items used for black magic back in the day. They were things like books of palmistry and horoscopes um, and, like, pots of ointments. One type of poppet uh, that was used a lot was like these little dolls that look like the witch's victim. And then after the witch makes one, she damages it in some way, often just how she wishes to hurt the person in real life. So those are like the little like voodoo dolls that like you stick pins in, like Kirby used to do in high school. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's false, by the way. No. Yeah, I was going to say She's kidding. That's just weird. Am I? Yeah, I used to do voodoo magic in high school. I wouldn't wouldn't put it past you. (laughs) Okay, but the whole time you were saying poppets, all I could think of were pop sockets because we just got our podcast pop sockets. Yo, they look sick. Yeah, I love we're rocking mine. them right now. Mm-hmm. I have one too. Shout yes. out, repping it, yeah, repping looking good. it. It's looking good. It is looking good. I think yeah. everybody out there should order one immediately. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you guys want to, shout out to our true fans who did. Thank you so much. Yeah. Sending your pics. We love to see like our Insta. I think you posted a pic of it. Yeah, but if you do seriously want one, just uh, DM us or something and we'll we'll hook you up. We'll hook you up right away. While some might consider spectral evidence suspect, some black magic evidence was considered to be even stronger. But the spectral evidence that was offered included several men who testified she had visited them in a spectral form in bed at night. Either way, being a woman, an outspoken woman at that time, meant that she was naturally accused of being a witch. Of course! Mm-hmm. I can I consider Kirby to be a witch sometimes. Why? Because she's outspoken? Yes. Girl, you are so <laughs> lucky you are not around in this era. I know, I'd be a witch for sure. Oh, I mean, we both would, which, like, is kind of iconic, if we're being honest. I guess. I would want to, though, if we went back, I would want to be, like, American Horror Story witch. Like, that's the witch I'd It's like be. a basic page witch. <laughs> Just like, think if, like, Bridget Bishop somehow came back to life, like, she'd be the most popular, like, most Instagram she, followers. Yeah, oh, she would be sure. influencer. <laughs> yeah, she would be. Yeah, she'd be coming out with, like, makeup that makes you look <laughs> she like would, yeah. eternal youth. Like. <laughs> makes you look like a ghost. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, I already love her, so I'd follow her. Yeah, and we already have so many business proposals from here that we could, like, definitely pick that one up. What? <laughs> Yeah. I say we sponsor Bridget Bishop. I say we do, too. Okay, Done. Okay. So on April 18th, Bridget Bishop was arrested with other accused members, and they were taken to Inner Souls Tavern. She was then examined by authorities on April 19th, 1692. A record was given of her trial by Cotton Mather in The Wonders of the Invisible World. According to Mather, several people testified against Bishop, stating that the shape of Bishop would pinch, choke, or bite them, 
along with other various threats. Which just sounds like a bunch of bullshit, if you ask yeah. me. That's definitely made up. Mm -hmm. During her sentencing, a jury of women found a third nipple upon Bishop, which back then was considered to be a sure sign of witchcraft. We if also that's the case, then Kirby is a fucking witch. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you're saying so many false things right now. Our listeners, are we so will be talking confused. at the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but we did do research, and like back then, they literally thought moles were were nipples. They yeah, thought they would find like a mole on a girl and be like, "Witch, hang her." I mean, honestly, okay. it was probably just a pimple, a back pimple, Guys, or something. I have pale skin. I have like a million moles. I would. Yeah, it's almost like if you had like acne or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like, uh, oh my god. Like if you had a common cold. Yeah. So you're hung. Only if you're a woman, though. If you're a man, you're fine. Yeah. If you had like a third dick and you were a man, you'd probably be fine. (laughs) Yeah, they'd probably like, they'd probably consider you a god. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a sex god, you know? Like the deities of uh, the Middle East or something. (laughs) And this is what makes me think it was like literally just acne because upon second examination, they couldn't find the nipple. Yeah, like went away. They were like, oh, just kidding, but you're Oh, her nipples disappear. Yeah. That makes you a witch, I'd say. Either way, in the end, second examination, there was no nipple found. Mm -hmm. In the end, uh, Mather states, the biggest thing that condemned Bishop was the gross amount of lying she'd committed in court. According to Mather, there was little occasion to prove the witchcraft, it being evident and notorious to all beholders. On June 8th, Bishop was convicted of all charges and sentenced to death by hanging. But before she took her final breath, she said, you will keep silent. Yeah. I mean, I think Mather was basically saying, like, you don't have to prove whether she was a witch or not because everyone already thinks it. So, like, she's already guilty. So, sucks. Who is she she telling to keep silent? Yeah, I'm not sure what she means by that. You will keep silent. Everyone. Sounds like a threat, but I don't know what it means. Was she talking to other witches, maybe? Like... Like, don't let them know what we're doing. You know, you know like this underground. Like I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm coven. interested in that. I kind of wish she just like said something like, "Peace out." Profane to the, all the men, but maybe she did. I mean, this is all like probably speculation anyway. Yeah, it's not like we have anybody alive that can uh, attest, attest to what was uh, what was said. No, with they're these, all gone. Uh, witch trials, you know. But anyway, so Bridget Bishop was considered by many to be the first woman to be hung for witchcraft. While she was not among the first to be accused, she was the first to be tried in that court, the first to be sentenced, and the first to die. She was executed by hanging on Gallows Hill on June 10th. Bridget Bishop's assumed stepson, Edward Bishop, and his wife, Sarah Bishop, were also arrested and charged as witches. I thought if a man was a witch, he was a warlock. Is that correct? That's what I thought, too. But, uh... I don't know. Maybe those rules weren't established back then. That's true. Who knows? It was <laughs> That's a long like, time I feel like ago. TV shows have done a uh, played a major role in uh, telling us the definitions of these uh, mythical creatures. But I agree. <laughs> um, they escaped the jail and they hid until the witchcraft craze had ended. Their property was seized, however, and later redeemed by their son. A 1957 act of the Massachusetts legislature exonerated Bridget Bishop of her conviction, though without mentioning her by name, which I hate. Folklore claims that the soul of Bridget Bishop remains at the spot of her apple orchard, the now Hawthorne Hotel, haunting its guests um, as kind of like retribution for her death. It's rumored that guests can smell apples throughout the hotel because she owned an apple orchard. 
Uh, but I personally did not smell any apples whatsoever. Did you guys smell any apples? No apples. Did not smell any apples. Um, Can confirm. No apple smells. Any other smells? I mean, besides the typical smells of like a hundred year old hotel, or <laughs> two hundred year old <laughs> hotel, or whatever it is, yeah, like shit, <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, wasn't anything out of the ordinary. I don't think. No, I mean, I literally went up to like doors that people were probably staying in and like sniffed, which is probably not okay. But like, but I could not smell. Yeah, you don't know what smells but are coming I out think, of people's rooms. Yeah, that's true. I shouldn't have done that. I think that also explains if other guests are staying there. I think they get a lot of visitors who go to different rooms and probably like hover. So when guests are like, oh, hover. hover. So I think when they're like, I feel a presence, it literally could be another guest just like outside. Because guess what? I am outside of the stores. We did that. And when we went, there was a wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was. Shout out to the married couple. Yeah. I hope you guys are still together. Live happy and hard. Probably not. It was literally fifty like percent of marriage ago. <laughs> Might not be. It was pretty. We saw some guy in the elevator. Oh yeah, do yeah. you remember what he said to us? Yeah. We, okay. So first of all, can we just say, um, well, let's just so like the hallways themselves were pretty like scary, right? Like yeah, they had an old vibe, old carpets, old carpet, old, old chandeliers. So obviously, you're just like this looks old, so, like mm-hmm. it just feels creepy. And there were like pictures of dead people everywhere. It was like black yeah, and white. Yeah, and they were framed on the walls in the hallways. It was like, what was the uh, movie with Eddie Murphy? Like the Haunted Mansion? Kind of felt like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no statues. <laughs> that Disney Channel classic? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember anything Haunted about it. Mansion. Besides, like, there was like a song with dancing statues. I don't know. But it was a bunch of like pictures of black and white people that had died. So it was like creepy. But to me, the elevators were the most creepy part. They were padded. It was padded and dark. It was like it was so dark in there. Yeah, it was really weird, and it was small. And there was like six of us packed into this elevator, just trying to like get out because we had just like snuck in. I don't even know Mm -hmm. how we got in. They were pretty lax at the front front desk. Yeah, we just walked right in. Like we walked in and ran right up the stairs. (laughs) Well, you think they must be used to people like trying to investigate like this? They were like, oh, there's a couple of ghost hunters. Like, yeah, yeah, here they come. They they, they probably have a podcast. They just started. They got us. (laughs) They knew us. They're probably going up the sixth floor. Like Like, you won't see anything, (laughs) (laughs) and we didn't. But what did the guy say to us? Yeah, so this, so we're going on this elevator, and like one floor, this guy just walks on. He's like dressed in a suit, like clearly attending this wedding yeah part of the wedding he just literally gets on the elevator first of all it's packed so he like pushes in turns around looks at all of us and just goes wow i'm a lot better dressed than you guys are (laughs) yeah it was quite offensive really (laughs) literally i was taken aback yeah i mean i know that people are thinking that like whenever they see me on the street but to have somebody (laughs) say it out loud like just really it really shocked really rocked your world yeah like i didn't know what to say we're in hats gloves (laughs) mittens we're wearing our winter coat it's like negative 20 degrees outside with the the wind chill i was wearing jeans like if you like jeans dress up to me like if i'm not presentable to you in a pair of jeans i don't know what you want from me yeah jeans boots a jacket and he just you know and he wrecked us in a suit that was just. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not rocking like a rented tux. I don't know if I'm a fan of. The, I think he was wearing a blue tux. Yeah, I don't well, know I about. No the, I don't know about the blue tux. He could have been a ghost, honestly. What if he yeah, was? Yeah, that, that would be wild. <laughs> I heard <laughs> we just we were like talking shit about him. Right. I mean, I did hear like the the uh, elevators were supposedly haunted. Did you guys hear that? I did not hear that. No, I did. Yeah, I read that. 
Yeah. And I believe it because that was the scariest part to me. <laughs> this guy telling me that I looked ugly. The scariest part. The scariest part was you think it was going to detach and just fall to the bottom of the shaft. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'm so thankful <laughs> that, you did not what? say that when we were in there. <laughs> That's the scariest part. Of it me. was only like a three. No, it was like no, it was like six stories. Yeah, it was six, six, seven. Yeah, that would have been scary. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing that up. Now we survived. We survived. We're good. Yet another harrowing event. <laughs> like we said, we're risking our lives. Yep. And we're taking insults left and right. Risk it for the biscuit. The surrounding buildings around the hotel were built by the Salem Sea Captains. They were a lively group who assisted people in old age as well as people with disabilities. However, the Salem Marine Society was raised to give the hotel more space. So other paranormal activity in the hotel has been attributed to the Sea Captains who were returning to their gathering place. One of the most haunted or supposedly most haunted rooms in the hotel is room 612. People have said they see a woman wandering the halls, pausing in front of room 12, which again, like we said six before, 612, like we said, it could just be guests going me. to that room. It's literally me staying in front of that room smelling crabbles. I could have been the woman. Yeah. And guests who stay in that room have complained about an uneasy feeling, saying they felt like someone was in the room with them. The other room that's supposedly very haunted is room 325, which reports lights and faucets randomly turning on and off. And sounds of babies crying and feelings of being touched. So we watched a YouTube video of a guy who actually stayed in one of the rooms. It wasn't either of these We didn't rooms. do it. We watched a YouTube right. video of someone We didn't like, hey. because we're too poor to stay in the hotel for a night just for this. We should have, so, I feel like. But. Yeah, if anyone wants to sponsor us to stay in a hotel. That's true. Get us a room and we'll stay there. We'll do it if someone pays it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But anyway, in this video, he said the room walls are very thin and he could literally hear like someone like sitting down and like right. So like three parts of babies crying were probably a babies crying, baby crying. Right. <laughs> like, what? But I did like his ingenuity. He asked the hotel room front desk for two sets of keys because there were reports of ghosts stealing things and then putting them putting them in like different places. Yeah. So he was like, "I've got two sets of keys. Ghosties can't trick me now. Ghosties can't." Trick That's me. what he said. Yeah. Was this also the same guy that left his piss in the <laughs> yes, in yeah, the yeah, toilet? He like, also like, pissed in the toilet, I, didn't I, flush it, and was like. If there's a ghost, it'll flush it during the right, night. Because right. it won't flush a toilet if there's nothing in it, but it will if it's filled with my pee. Right. I mean, it's like a maid ghost. Yeah, I wish the maid would come in and flush that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was really gross. And spoiler alert, like, it, there was no ghost. Yeah, he woke <laughs> up and his, his pee was still in the toilet. Wasn't yeah. there, like, a discrepancy in which rooms were haunted? Like, I think, like, the Ghost Hunters episode that went to the ha Hawthorne Hotel actually yeah. investigated like a different room number yeah, on, on like the sixth time, floor. Not every time. This the six twelve was from the hotel's website. Right. So like that's official. We did our research. Yep. But a lot of other people don't. And so they like report other rooms on the mm. sixth floor as being haunted. Yeah. But yeah. I think this is the official one that I mean at least according to the yeah. hotel. Maybe it's just the whole sixth floor that's haunted. It could be it yeah. like maybe apples. but that's the floor we went to and I Felt completely at home. Honestly, if a floor smelled like apples, I'd want to stay on that floor. Yeah. <laughs> apples are a good smell. Apples are a good smell. But I really think, like, honestly, if it does actually smell like apples and I smelt it, I would immediately go to, okay, they're using apple cleaner. They're using apple candles. They're <laughs> yeah, using they're apple using cleaner, yeah. Febreze. That's apple Febreze yeah. apple pie. Yeah. <laughs> Bridget Bishop. Uh, Bridget Apple, Bishop for Breeze, <laughs> sponsored for Breeze. She could Hello? make a killing if she came back. Yeah, literally. Oh, we just do cleaning products of. I feel like people. every episode now we have like a new business venture. Yeah, crime scented for Breeze. 
Ooh. What would that even be? If you killed someone and you needed to, like, soak up the smell of blood, uh. it's um, apple like a diffuser. Mm-hmm. But Very it's nice. just, like, heavy duty. Gotcha. Yeah. I also heard something that the restaurant in the Hawthorne Hotel was haunted. Like, there's, like, a... Uh, like a the equivalent of a ship's steering wheel, like the helm or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then it would spin by itself. I heard that. Um, that'd be pretty cool if I saw that. Like, I would say this place is haunted if that started spinning by itself. But Really? You wouldn't, you wouldn't say it? that if it was spinning by itself? I don't know. Like, I, I told you like the wind. opposite. What would you say? The wind? Yeah, the wind? No, I could be like a screw There's a or rational something. explanation. Oh, yeah, the screws. The screws are loose on then the Then it wall. would come off the wall. That's true. If I, I saw that, and I would be freaked out. I mean, you wouldn't it was, like, think dark. the hotel rigged something so it spun on its own? If it was spinning the whole time, yeah. Or even if it just started spinning? Yeah, maybe. It's Afterwards, like a... I maybe, but like in the moment? Yeah, If I it's guess like so. motorized in some way in the back, it's like a tourist tourist thing. Yeah, like, someone's yeah. sitting there like motor, like doing it on an yeah. like, operating yeah, I mean, system. They're like laughing. I wouldn't rule anything out at this point because that's what Salem is. It's just a tourist attraction based on the witch trials at this point right it's, yeah. it's like it happened 300 years ago well there is what they refer to the lower deck or the library which is where the hotel staff set up tables for weddings and other events and one staff member reportedly set up the room for an event returned to the location and discovered the room had been rearranged uh tables and chairs had been restacked moved about and the employee refused to work night shifts after this right experience. i was talking to you and i was like yeah. this guy definitely was just like yo i hate working the night shift like i'm just gonna say i saw a ghost and i'm just gonna ask for the night shift off from now on and like, he got it and he got it he so probably it was... didn't even set up the event he probably forgot yeah. <laughs> he didn't and he's set like, up all oh, i set it all up and now i moved all the way back How'd that happen? Like a ghost put it back. I'm so sorry. Don't fire me. Also, yeah. I can't be on the night shift anymore. So sorry. <laughs> Wish I could say that in my work. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like I did it's this like, whole project. Like a ghost went into Microsoft yeah, Word and erased yeah, the, the whole ghost report. deleted the whole thing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wish Ghost deleted our podcast so we didn't have to re-record them. But. Well, I think we they might have. I think they time. did. Yeah. Well, it's like maybe they're coming after you now for talking shit. Shoot. <sighs> we'll have to do another update. On our line, yeah. <laughs> Update: Ghosts are screwing us. Update: over. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> so on this one, I'm a little bit more of a non-believer. I don't know. My beliefs and disbeliefs, you know, vary from story to story. But okay. we went through the hotel and we took a lot of photos, which you can see on Instagram. But all of the photos had like these orbs in them, and a lot of people online attribute orbs to paranormal experiences or sightings that they see. But I looked it up and. If a camera has a flash or there's a light to reflect off the flash close to the lens, it'll show up as an orb. And the reason for that is because the flash illuminates dust particles that are drifting close to it. So basically, you know, science, technology, blah, blah, blah. Science, science is proven. Bitch. These little water Jesse droplets, Pinkins. tiny insects, all of that dust, they become orbs when they're reflected. And they just become like really blurry and... and you know, I don't think they're ghosts. I mean, yeah. Like, I, we were talking about this, and I was like, I just, I want, because I know, I feel like people are going to get mad at this, because there's so many people that post pictures with, like, an orb, and they're like, look, an orb, like, that just means there's a ghost. And I feel like people are going to be like, oh, like, don't just knock it down to, like, a dust particle. Love, but I don't wrong. understand. Like, yeah. I don't understand what else it is. How can you, like, look at an orb and be like, no, that's not a dust particle, or like, no, that's not a water particle in the air. Like, what? How? 
can you say that it's not that and just say it's a ghost? I don't understand. I don't understand. I want someone. To yeah, I would love out. someone to explain it to us. Yeah. Right. If there was like a room that was like a in a vacuum where there was like no air and no dust particles or and anything, no light, and then you see an orb, it's like wow. That, that yeah, that's, that's, a that's sorry. A yeah, but I mean. But there's dust. But also, then it's like a camera. Then you're bringing in a camera, which on itself has its own flash, and like dust. Right, how light reflects off of different particles is, I guess, it's up to science to determine that. That's up to Einstein. That's that's, not me. Not arguable, I guess. Right. Yeah, I just, I just don't understand. Yeah, please explain it to us because nearly every orb photo you see, you know, could be explained by a dust particle. Yeah, and then I think you. Maybe the one where I post, I don't know, but you had a really good one of like there was like a few green spots on the ground. Oh yeah, five. And I remember yes, and I remember also seeing like we were watching a bunch of videos of people that had like went to the hotel and they were saying they saw and all it was these in orbs. The and it was the place. exact same place in the exact same like quote unquote orbs. Right. And like you chandelier. see it, yeah, yeah like you I see. Forgot it, to mention that they have chandeliers and like multiple chandeliers in every hallway. Tiny chandeliers, right. every hallway, and the orbs yeah. are directly below the chandeliers on the ground, and it's like five orbs were exactly where like the five things that the chandelier are, and it's mm-hmm. like, I just that's that's what it is. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> if we go, you know, somewhere at night and we take a photo without the flash and we still see that, then maybe would have to look more into like cameras and see like. I don't know. What's up? Please, right. someone explain this to us. What's up with the orbs? Yeah. Well, I feel like p- part of the fault in what we're doing here is we're just do- trying to discover this on an isolated incident. <laughs> when when we do a scientific study, we should try to go multiple times. You're right. This is not a theory because we have You're to do right. it multiple times. Right. right. It's not like, so it's not like you can conclude. Just, just the, the room, hypothesis. We'll do it again. Right. So you, you can't come to a <laughs> yeah, conclusion off of one test. Yeah. Right. You know, so... I'm not going to try to rule it out completely saying that we went there once and we didn't smell any apples. So therefore it's not haunted. That's true. (laughs) You know, very, very right. Good point. Smart of you. Yes. I think we, maybe we'll go there again. Who knows? Yeah, (laughs) We'll definitely, we'll definitely go back. I mean, we should go, we should definitely go back there, stay a night there. I think And we should definitely go to the Freetown forest when it's uh, nighttime. Yeah, we're, we've been considering that. I don't yeah. want to talk about it too much, but it's. I'm it's saying the, the listeners are demanding that we go back there. That's what they I'm have called us out as. Yes, that's not living. I mean, I was, so therefore <laughs> everybody else is. Well, you didn't even go to the Freetown Forest with us. Yeah, with us during so. the day. So how? Well, we you didn't. You didn't ask me to be on the podcast at that point. So. Yikes! I think we did. I think you had plans. <laughs> I don't have plans. <laughs> True, he doesn't. Have plans. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? I'm. I am totally available. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, sad. Anyway, let's get back to the point. So the hotel, we didn't find haunted. What else did we do in Salem? We walked around going bar to bar in the freezing cold. And we walked right past another alleged haunted location. Mm -hmm. A now liquor store called Bunghole made number six out of top ten. Ten. Top ten. (laughs) <laughs> a now liquor store called Bunghole made number six out of ten in the top ten most haunted places in Salem, Mass., according to hauntedrooms.com. The original Bunghole liquor store was used as a funeral home, and during the prohibition, the owners and friends, and everyone else at the time, used a slang word to refer to their secret drinking spot in the basement. The secret slang word was Bunghole, so they'd whisper, maybe tonight in the Bunghole. Just do it one more time, I just love that. Maybe tonight in the bunghole. <laughs> oh my god. Bunghole, like is everybody. 
So, guys, at this bunghole liquors, the liquor was flowing heavily in the funeral parlor basement, and no one seemed to care that they were drinking in the same place where the bodies were embalmed. I pause, think we need to create this today. A funeral home speakeasy. Yes, I mm. love the speakeasy. Right? Too. That's a vibe. Yeah. Right, what, what did we say when we try to get in the speakeasy? Like, I want my shoes uh, polished. Yeah, there's a speakeasy in Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to, like, knock on the, like, this, like, oh, no, no, you're supposed to flick this, like, light switch in, like, the dark, like, far corner of this ice cream shop out of all places. Like, flick it up and down three times, and this guy's supposed to open a curtain. You're supposed to say, I want my shoes shined. Yeah. And he lets you in, if that's what you say. It was the coolest experience. Like we walked yeah. through an actual ice cream shop. Families were eating ice cream. You head all the way back down to the bathrooms. And then you're just standing there like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> yeah, but the guy didn't even care what you said. Like, No, yeah. I was like, they kind of got could, rid of them. Like I was getting paid minimum wage and he was just like, <laughs> I want to buy a new pair of shoes. <laughs> it's just like, like hey, is this a speakeasy? He's like, yeah, come on in. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's 2019. Yeah. It's not a law anymore. I'm just coming. Right. But it was cool. But I think we should absolutely do one in... Um, a funeral home and so anyone that owns a funeral home who's willing to turn it into a speakeasy let us know uh, we will absolutely um, start that so in 1933 when prohibition was lifted the place was turned into the liquor store the bunghole received the second liquor license in Salem after prohibition and the embalming tubes and drains are still in the basement of bunghole liquors there's also a second Bunghole Liquors uh, store in Peabody, Mass. that opened up in June 1995. So what does Bunghole mean? Well, from Prohibition slang to today's definition, a Bunghole is simply the hole in a cask or barrel. So now you know. Now you know. There you go. It doesn't mean butthole. It, <laughs> let's keep it peachy. <laughs> yeah. I said butthole. Literally watch your language. I said butthole. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, this place allegedly has multiple spirits in the store. The liquor store is said to be haunted by two ghosts. A female browsing the wine racks, which, hello, me. Ugh, feel that so much. And a black cat that pops up around corners every now and then. Um, but, it, like, so the best part of this whole place is the, the marketing for this store their catchphrases were not number one, but we're right up there. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I don't know. They sell they sold a bunch of like t-shirts and hats and glasses and everything with their name, which I guess like we've said multiple times, it's just them making some profit off of their their name for Salem. But um Definitely is a creative name. I mean it's yeah. funny, but yeah, they're like there's a bunch of t-shirts that just say like I got it in the bunghole. Which was yeah, supposedly which is... the most common one that the ladies bought. Yeah, he was like, This is the best with the ladies. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Hasn't aged well. Maybe in like early two thousands. Did good. did you guys see a cat or um a ghost lady? No, so yeah, when I walked in, because it's a very small liquor store, it really only has room for like two or three customers at a time but when i walked in and i talked to the cash register i was like okay give me the lowdown like have you seen a ghost and he's like nah i'm brand new just started and i was like this is so disappointing <laughs> and then i asked just to make it up yeah right like you're in salem make it up but 
I asked to go down to the basement and he was like, no, nah, there's like really nothing besides like the drains down there to see. He's like, it's storage. All you'll see is alcohol. But he did say that his other coworker who's worked there a lot longer did claim to see the tail of what he believes to be a black cat. And there's no cat in the liquor store. I mean, no. do you think he was just like sampling the t- liquor on the job? I think honestly, you know, when you turn your head really quick and you think you see something there, yeah. but you don't. Yeah. I think it could have been either a shadow, a bottle, like the neck of a bottle. Again, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can d- distinguish a black cat's tail. Just from by, a shadow. Yeah, just by looking if at it. He really told quick, me he know. saw the whole cat standing right there and it meowed right at his face and then walked away. I would be like, <laughs> scratched wow. him. Yeah. yeah. yeah what's the cat's the name? Tail? What's the cat's name from Sabrina? Teenage oh, Witch? Um, Salem, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, all, it all comes full circle. Yeah, wow. literally. But I don't know. Again, I don't know. Yeah. I think we're definitely going to have to go back to Salem and do a longer trip. I mean, there's so many different things in Salem that we could look at. So, I, yeah, I think it's on the itinerary, if you will, to there's a lot of obviously it's Salem, Mass. Like right. there's a lot of other places that we can visit that are supposedly haunted and not only supposedly haunted, but like actually factually have a history of this right. dark. So I think we should book stuff. a hotel night, stay there and do a whole trip out of it. Woo! Definitely so, let us know if you want to do that. Yeah. If you want to listen about our yeah, endeavors. tell us what places you want us to go in Salem. I will say, because we go, at least you and me go every yep. October, mm-hmm. basically. It's kind of tradition. It's kind of tradition now because it's just, I mean, it's the touristy thing to do in October is go to Salem and, like, yeah. there's a bunch of, like, Halloween stuff, witch stuff. And there's a bunch of people just, like, walking around dressed in costumes. But this time we went was, like, in the dead of winter, had nothing to do with Halloween at all. And so there was, like, not, there was hardly anyone on the streets besides yeah. us and it it was so much more spooky to me because it was like dead wasteland and it was dark and it was so like cold and windy and we just like kind of walked through that like cemetery that we always go through but like there was no one else there so it was just super creepy and um i don't know i like those vibes a lot better yeah we also haven't gone to that uh satanic church yes uh... we are planning to go there and sign up Maybe oh, right. well, okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were fully committing to the, I'm uh, fully I committed thought, personally. Yeah, I, I don't thought know this was just like guys. an informational visit. Oh, you want, just want to get <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I just wanted to inquire about I'm it. I'm ready to <laughs> drop blood and sign my name. I would definitely <laughs> drop my Sacrifice email. Sacrifice a goat. I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. Whatever. We'll see what happens when we go next time. Yeah. Guys, give us some ideas if you have some places in Salem or in the surrounding area that you want us to go to. Maybe drop us an email at killerbabespodcast at gmail.com. We would greatly appreciate that. Or um, hit up our podcast. Kirby, you plug us. You're better at this part. Okay, follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Killer Babes Podcast. Twitter got cut off. It's Killer Babes Pod. We'd love to hear from you, like Katie said. And also, we just want to give a sh- quick shout-out to our listeners. Uh, we're going to play a really quick recording for you oh, from yeah. one of our fans that they sent in. And guys, He's the cutest fans. I love everybody. It's so sweet. I yeah. can't even. So you guys can hear it. And then thanks so much. Thanks yeah, for thanks being a part for of the support. Trip. All right. That's all we have. See you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Scott. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. Hi, just want want to let you know that you babes are doing a killer job on your podcast. Keep up the good work.